When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, that Morgan Wallen, he's got a cool voice. He does have a really good voice. I really don't know his music at all. I knew him from just the headlines over the last few years. Pretty good. But that's a cool, almost a Chris stapleton vibe to it. I don't see that or hear that, but okay. I will honor your opinion. Thank you. I like ball cap Donna. He sounds. <laughs> thanks. He sounds. Uh, they sound it? a little Florida Georgia Liony to me. So no, your country music palette is so much more refined than ours. Yeah, because you that know that's like. Does not sound anything like Christine? Sure, it does. Rocco, that's I how like we would Tennessee both. Tennessee whiskey right, and right, drinking, need, and no, I have no, a this, beard. This guy's voice is way like smoother, less raspy. Rocco, can you get me a little Chris Stapleton? All right, here sure. we go. Well, now we have to. But you know, Rocco, you might be right. Even though I know you were trying to make fun of her there. You know, like to the normal dummy, two red wines are like, oh, it's all red and white. And you're like, no, the Cabernet is different than the Shiraz and the mm-hmm. Merlot, you know? Her her hat says Dartmouth. She put it on mid-show. Okay. It's reading the headlines. I know. That's what I said. I only really knew all of his uh, controversy over the last couple of years and never listened to his music. Then didn't he win like a gazillion CMT awards or something like that or yeah, CMAs yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I think he was uh, uninvited or disinvited, sure. whichever, before you attack me. Um, <laughs> disinvited. <laughs> God, can I say that I feel like you're a little bit more aggressive ever since you put the hat on? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Dartmouth you hat, which no that. one's buying that. Yeah. I know. No, not after today's show. This is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you compensating much? Wow, big truck. Donna uh, said in, in frayed sauna earlier, and suddenly she pulls out an Ivy League ball cap from her bag of delights. I, it was actually a gift. No, and it looks cool. Thanks, but man. Lou does this where she, when she, my wife chews gum. I don't know what comes first. I don't know if she chews gum when she's pissed off or if she suddenly gets all irritated once she starts chewing gum. But either way, I'm like, me no like you when you chew gum. (laughs) Yeah, it's scary. Like you and your Dartmouth hat. I just put it on because bad hair day. Okay. Anyway, getting back to Dead to Me, you watched the first season. And the second season. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And I think Rocco peaced out. I don't know if I ever watched it. Might have been before his time, before oh, he that could be. latched onto this well, show. Well, Christina Applegate said that making this final season after her MS diagnosis was the hardest thing she has ever mm. done. But she wanted to continue for Linda Cardellini um, 
you know, because she felt like she owed it to her, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise she'd be out of work. Right. Um, yeah. So the show took a five month pause in 2021 so that Christina Applegate could start treatment. And she said, and coming through and pushing to the end took so much. She said, I had an obligation to finish telling the story, uh, which, by the way, earned her two Emmy nominations. And she, this was, I, I don't remember who she did this interview with. It was, you know, like an online uh, situation. But anyway, she said that, you know, they were trying to figure out, do we take a few episodes from last season and try to continue with the story? But she said, you know, they they were kind of like, all right, let's get her some medicine so she can get better. And she's like, there is no better. Mm. She said it. It was good for her to go through the process. She said it's the loss of her life as she knew it, uh, the loss of that part of her. Uh, So she needed some time. But she said that um, her mobility had declined so much. She needed a wheelchair to get to the set. She had trouble getting uh, using the steps to her trailer. Mm. Her body gave out while filming in the heat. Uh, a sound technician had to hold up her legs out of camera camera range so that they could get certain shots. And she can no longer do establishing shots that would show her walking wow. um, into a room, for example. And so she would have to open doors and scenes just to lean against them to keep her up. So it just sounds like she's really had a, a rough go of it. She's, and I think that M- MS is such a... It's kind of a spectrum-y thing. Right, yeah. exactly. That some people it can impact really significantly where it's very apparent. And other people you can find out after the fact, oh, and they had MS. And you're like, right. really? I never... So it's, yeah, it's just such a cruel yeah. um, disease and how it Well, and she's impacts. already been through uh, breast, breast cancer. cancer. Yeah. Um, but she said she put on 40 pounds um and she wants people to know yes i'm aware of it and she said if people hate it if people love it if all they can concentrate on is oh wow look at she, her quote look at the cripple she said that's not up to me i can't mm. you know if if people can't get past it that's fine then don't get past it but hopefully they can wonder um, if she'll be able to act after this me too yeah and in an unfortunate twist Her character apparently is dealing with an illness in this season, which makes it especially hard for her, you know, because the storyline was crafted before Christina Applegate Mm. uh, had her diagnosis. Right. So that's got to be really hard. But she says that Linda Cardellini, her co-star, has been like her advocate, her voice um, on set to make sure that she's taken care of. Right. And she said she was my mama bear, so to speak. So just a, a little heads up. So when you do watch the new season on Netflix, when does that come out? The 17th, 17th. I really enjoyed the first two seasons and you know, Christina Applegate is so good in it. And, <sighs> so uh, good. Linda Cardellini. I like both of them and it. it's really great. They're great. And then what's his name? What's, uh, what's, oh gosh, oh. forgetting. Oh, come on. Pop quiz. The name of the leading man. Very and, handsome. Uh, to me. Yes. Oh, Mar- yes. James Marston. Yes. James Marston. I was going to say eyebrows. Uh, yeah. Hair. Strong cheekbones. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And he's great in it as well. Yeah. 
Fantastic. But yeah. anyway, just a just a heads up when oh, you do we're watch sending her it. Love. Yeah. I know. This poor tough. girl woman. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to deal with. So all right, that's all I wanted to say about that. Thank you. All right. So um, yeah, that that update is there. Let's see here. Um, Pete Davidson. Oh, let me give you this Let's, quick before we get into studies. Uh, he and Colin Jost bought the old Staten Island Ferry. Yep. And we're like, we're going to turn this into a nightclub. Um, the headline today in the Sun reads: Pete Davidson's new two hundred eighty thousand dollar boat is infested with roaches and asbestos. No, no. <laughs> Did they wait? They paid two hundred and eighty grand, which for it? seemed like a good price for us. Staten Island Ferry that had been decommissioned. It was like, wow, that's huge. And they were like, hey, this will be a entertainment venue out on the water. It'll be great. Colin Jost and Pete Davidson both love oh. the Staten Island Ferry and its its history. And uh, he Pete Davidson told People Magazine back in February, we're going to dock it in the city and have a nice thing. Or it could all go to blank and I'll be doing lots and lots of gigs next year. Wow. Uh, so anyway, the the ship... Not doing so great wow. right now. I wonder why it has so many roaches. Aren't roaches like attracted to like food? Yeah, how'd the roaches even get out there? There was a city, there was they like a, a town that had to shut down Halloween the other night because of uh, a roach infestation. What? A yeah. whole town? A whole town. Where whole is town this? Road. I don't know. Are you just making stuff no, up? No, I remember now? that. And, and then they didn't want the kids stepping on uh, any of like the, the roaches or pregnant roaches because then their little babies oh, could spread. God. What? Yeah. Let's take a break. That sounds terrible. When we come back, uh, we have a couple of studies. 36% of us, for 36% of us, this part of our home is so cluttered that we can't use it for its actual purpose. Do you think Mm. we know what part of your home we're talking about? And then things women are tired of being judged for. We'll get into that when we return. (laughs) It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Yes, King. Yes. Here, I'll do the whole rundown. Donna Valentine, that's me. Steve Patterson. Honk, honk. That's him. No, wait. Do you, before we get into the study, do you want to talk about? DJ Rock Lobster. (laughs) Thank you. You're just ruining my bit. Do you okay. want to tell us about yes, this word? Yes, there's first? a new word. This is com- now normally we're not going to get the um Merriam Webster word of the year okay. for another week or two, no. but Collins Dictionary Ooh. in the UK oh. revealed their word of the year. Now, had I not realized that this is a compound word, I probably would have just stayed on track and pronounced it this way. Permacrisis. <laughs> Permacrisis. 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 Permac- is it a permacrisis? It sure is. Donna, I just <laughs> heart you, honey. <laughs> it's permacrisis. Oh, I knew what it was. I feel like I'm just... seeing just eight-year-old Donna today, and it's just, you just want to... Make her feel loved and accepted. That's not how it's coming across. <laughs> you're just... Permacrisis. You're kind of mean today, I'm just going to say. You're in a bad place because of the infrared sauna. Yeah. And then Rocco. She, and then she saw someone that she's seen before and was like, oh, I look like heck, and then suddenly pulled out this ball cap. And then Steve thought I started getting aggressive once I put the ball cap on. Run back the tape. 
Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go dig that up again. No, that's okay. Permacrisis. I have it. And then Steve's accusing me of purposely putting on an Ivy League school uh, hat. It just feels like she doth protest too much. You know, it says (laughs) she said in in frayed sauna, and suddenly she's wearing a Dartmouth hat. (laughs) (laughs) 9.53 or so this morning. Uh, Higher dose, two-person in frayed sauna. There you go. Okay. Okay, it's hilarious. It is. I know the word infrared. It just, in the moment, this is live radio, anything can happen, and that happens. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> studies have shown that studies medical- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings our study buddies the perfect nerd couple donna and steve why don't you do yours first donna then i want to read the list and see if you relate with the women who say they're tired of being judged for certain things okay mine is that 36 percent of this area of our homes so 36 percent of us this area of our home is so cluttered that there is no room for it, what it's actually meant for. Now, everybody think about this. Think about, like, when you get home. Mm-hmm. Do you feel good about mm-hmm. what you're greeted by? That's great. Do you... It's probably the most cluttered space in your 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 home. You're up. Yeah. You're up. And if you have this space in your home, every snowy morning you're so irritated that the room doesn't function the space doesn't function the way that That's it should right. Rocco any guesses sorry I was working on the game uh what's the question <laughs> I mean uh, I, I just I'm had a real a breakthrough permacrisis here with Rocco I just had a real breakthrough on the uh Gen X TV question brah it's gonna be a good one uh whatever you're whatever it is I'm against it <laughs> <laughs> Well, we wanted you to guess. What room is too cluttered that you can't even use it for its intended purpose? Uh, what like space? an office. It's a good guess. Like a yeah, den sort of office-y thing. No? Uh, it's someplace that men especially spend a lot of time in. The wood shop? Close. <laughs> <laughs> the garage! Yeah. It's like a riddle. Um, yeah, it always starts out as a place for vehicles, but over time, you know, then a workbench is added, and yeah. then you've got tools, and then you've got gardening equipment, then you've got bikes, and then you've got secondary fridge and Christmas decorations and boxes of stuff. And you're like, yeah. And then if you ever see a car parked in it, you're like, what? That that fits in there? Right. Is that allowed to be in here? I'm always, I'm always like, wow, a lot of people just park in their driveway. And I don't, when... They're parked right in front of the garage door. Or maybe they have a third. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Car. Or if they have like a two-car garage. Sure. Okay. Are you tired of being judged for this? There's a uh, Reddit thread. Recently went viral. Um things men are sick of being judged for 
like having non-manly hobbies or ordering quote-unquote girl drinks oh, at yeah, the bar. Sure. Yeah. Now, a similar discussion about women is trending. Someone on Reddit asked women, what are you sick of being judged for? Here are some of the highlights. Donna, tell me if you uh, jibe with this. Okay, and then I'll add stuff. Getting older. <laughs> oh, for sure. Everyone should be allowed to age in peace. Could not agree more. Not being married yet. Absolutely. Men seem to get more leeway before they start getting the, why are you still single questions. Right. Being justifiably upset or angry about something. Without saying, is it your time of the month? Women tend to get labeled as aggressive. Called yeah. the B word or ask things like, is it the time of the month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I write this list? I <laughs> like it. My diary? Yeah, number four, wearing right. hats. <laughs> number five, psoriasis on okay. your elbows. Hey, 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 okay. hey, right, right. Put those Sorry. away. Put those away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're not online anymore because then we'd have to case. blur it. <laughs> it's like my bunion. I can't just willy nilly show my bunion. We have to put a warning up. I can't even see. Oh, no, I see it. Yeah, it's your bad. bunion's on Donna's Instagram, isn't it? From filming. Yeah. Uh, it's on Twitter. Oh my gosh, that's not. I would not. I would not be putting that on my Instagram. <laughs> that's like a photo album. You know what I mean? I'm not going to include that. Uh, <laughs> being bad at cooking. Agreed. Women are tired of being judged for that. Uh, lifting weights or being competitive with sports. Yep. Shooting hoops in the park. Yes, exactly. Um, being a stay-at-home mom. Right. A lot of people act like that's a lazy option now, or like all moms should have a job too and do it all. That's um, on the flip side, being judged for having a career while being a mom also made the list. And anything and everything related to weight. Absolutely. Not smiling enough. Do you ever hear a, a woman say to a man, "Why don't you smile more?" <laughs> That'd be so. That's so condescending. When we come back, you do the music, Donna. I'm going to tease it. Do the music with Uh, your mouth. Hey, when we come back, we're going to play the Millennial X Games. 651-641-1071. Two people called out by... Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. More like Madonna and Steve, because you look like Madonna from A League of Their Own. I look nothing like Madonna from A League of Their Own, but you know what? That's fine. Because the ball cap, the blonde hair. Okay. Plus, uh, tune in tomorrow. Donna will be post cut and color. <gasps> That's right. Are you going darker? I, I always try to, but then the sun always bleaches it out. I'd really like to go more. You- like so all that can happen today you say this to them get rid of the blonde highlights no. and you go this color it'd be so cool yellow right i mean you want to shake things up a yeah, little bit I don't feel want a new my energy all one color that's that yeah i know speaking of 72 that's how old i would look i would look weird you think so i don't know steve no, you'd look great oh i want to go to the salon with you Never. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, I hit the game, but it's not going. I got the Kate Goslin. Sorry, well, that's good that you hit it because right, we still need a. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need a millennial to call. Um, you can call probably from somewhere with a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny, and clearly that didn't work. That's hilarious. Are Thanks, Donna. <laughs> All right, here we go. Generation X versus. Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. 
Steve the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna the Gen Xer. Like totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, Rocco. We've got Tanya on the phone. She's a Gen Xer. We could still use Millennial unless you want me to go get a uh, new guy Q. Oh, you want to get Q? Yeah, just get Q. Okay, I'll pull up Tanya. You guys chat. All right, we'll chat with Tanya. Hey, Tanya, Tanya, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good, Uh thanks. Wonderful, thanks for calling. Um, Our show hasn't been super tight today. Have you been listening to any of it? Yes, I have. How would you rate it from (laughs) 1 to 10? And we can take it. Like, there has to be a best show and a worst show of the week. How would you rate today's show so far? Maybe a solid 6. That's that's a D on a report. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Thank you. Yeah, 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 she's doing great. Steve says I'm the mean one on the show. I if said you... I'm fake mean. It doesn't count. No, no, it all happens <laughs> off the air when she's like, "Oh, why are you wearing that shirt? That does not work." I'm sorry. <laughs> all the time. Hey, look. All right. Uh, fake mean. Q is coming in. Q is going to be Donna's lifeline, um, and you are going to be my lifeline. Where are you calling from today? Oh, are you talking to Tanya? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just put her on hold. Come on, I thought we were moving forward. Here we go. She's back. Hey, Tanya, where are you calling from? Excelsior. Yes. Oh, we love All Excelsior. Right. Sweet. Lake so pretty out okay. there. Um, you stay there. I will call on you when I need a lifeline as my Gen Xer. Meanwhile, we have Q Dog, Q, our new um, <laughs> social media guy, who is 25. Perfect. Has AirPods Pro nice. and is wearing a cardigan. I mean, this guy is a tailor oh, yeah. made. Lifeline for you he today. Is. You um, have to offer the young perspective for her. And he has to put on his microphone. I'm not sure which one okay. is. Okay. Uh, we have to put Sorry. your microphone. There he is, number six. We got you over there. All right, okay. Quinn, here's the thing. Uh, we can only call on you for one question. So I can only rely on you one time. Okay. So she's going to choose. So you can't like yell, yell out the answers, answers or anything, yeah. okay? Why don't, can I spin the wheel first? Oh, sure. I okay. think you can spin All right, it. Movies. Movies. Here's a Gen X movie for you. It's from okay. 1988. Oh, by oh, the way, nice. I forgot to tell you. You know, we had so much fun at 10:30 with questions about the state of Ohio for it being National Ohio Day. Oh yeah. That all these questions are going to be about Ohio. Oh wow. Oh, love wow. Ohio. Swing state. It really is. Such good political. Um, in 1988, there was a movie where Tom Cruise inherited a 1949 Buick Roadmaster in Cincinnati. And then drove it to California with his brother. Name that movie. Rain Man. Okay. Wow. Oh, I thought that was... Um, Good one. I answered it so quickly. I was thinking we were playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and I had to get to the next question. Oh. <laughs> oh, nope. yeah. All right. Good job. Good. I loved watching that movie when I was younger. I watched it. And there's a, a couple scenes of them driving the car. There's like a sunset. They've got the typical 80s music swelling yes. for like the montage vibe. So good. Really good. Really good. All right, I'm going. Here she goes. Okay, Here do go. it, Donna. Woo, not music, not music. Anything but music. <laughs> Love that. When it works out that way, it just makes me so happy. Okay, Donna, there was an American hip-hop group from Ohio. Uh, they had a song called The Crossroads. It was a tribute to uh, Eazy-E. It won a Grammy in 97. Uh, this hip hop group was made up of Busy Bone, Wishbone, Lazy Bone, Crazy Bone, and Flesh and Bone. Mm. 
Name that hip hop group. I'm gonna have to go to my lifeline. Right out of the shoots. Already, really? Yeah, Uh-oh. I'm. St- I I always lose because of music. Now here's my concern. I don't mean to jump in here, but 97 is a little. Well, and he's 25, which yeah. means he was born in 97. That's correct. Right. Yeah. Oh no. So maybe your uh, parents were singing this to you. I will say though, I love music. Okay. And I love 90s hip hop. Oh. Okay. And the answer to this question is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Wow! Yes! Nice. Thank he you. didn't even just say Bone. He gave the full name. That's right. That's I will say amazing. There was a Bone reference in every name for yes. a member of that group. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Heard that. So I don't know who else it would have been, but I'm glad I got it right. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Thank All you. Right. You don't even have to stick around if no, you don't just want stick to. Around you can learn yeah, yeah, you can learn more about us. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. Headlines. Music. Music. All right. In 1976, that's still kind of Gen X-y, mm-hmm. this Ohioan's album Silk Degrees sold 6 million copies, helped by the huge hits Lowdown, Lido Shuffle, and We're oh. All Alone. Oh, yeah. Name that Ohioan. Let's bring Tanya in for this one. Tanya, I don't have a clue. About that. Who sang the Lido Shuffle and Lowdown and something else from Ohio in 1976? Ooh. Let's talk Good this question. Through. I was born in 75. Oh, um, man. Lido. The Lido um, Shuffle. Bob Skaggs? Uh, we're going to say Boz Skaggs as our final answer. Wow. Damn it. Whoa. I just know the song. Tanya, you got it. Oh. I would have said Bob Seeger. Oh, would you? Sure. I could, it wouldn't, I, yeah. It He's from Michigan. Oh, but yeah, wow. Tanya, way to oh, go. Oh my gosh. All right, Tanya, stay on the line because we're up two All to one right. right now and Don already burned her lifeline. She really did. Well, you just burned yours. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's cute. true. Hey, hey, so, Tanya, talk about me. No, that's not working. <laughs> okay, right, here we go. Headlines. In 1997... I never get headlines. I know. Craig Council and Edgar Renteria (laughs) broke the hearts of what Ohio sports team's fans who saw their chance for their first championship since 1948 slip away? What's the question? (laughs) What basically... uh, What team? What team saw their chance for their first championship slip away... Thanks to Craig Council and Edgar Renteria doing things. <laughs> Sporty things. So you Sporty wanna things. you want me to tell you what sport team what lost in nineteen ninety seven and broke hearts. And had they not lost, it would have been a championship. Mm-hmm. The Reds. Final? Cincinnati Reds. Yes. Nope. Bengals? Nope. Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. Is it Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Cleveland Indians, now known as the Guardians. Uh, they were I, one inning away from winning the World Series. They're the darn. only team to lose uh, when they were ahead in the ninth. Dang it. Who did they lose to? Who did That was, uh, I believe, the for? Florida Marlins. Wow, wow. yes. So Wait. is this for the win, Steve? Um, yeah, it's, yeah for win. it's for the win. Okay, it's here it goes. Big money, Steve. <laughs> Television. Television. You know, last hour I quizzed you on the Keaton family from uh, 
suburban Columbus, Ohio. I'm yes. on the show Family Ties. And I know that you know Michael J. Fox was the star of that show. Yes. But there were some other famous people in it. Can you name two more cast members from the show Family Ties? This is difficult. I think. Oh, gosh. Jason Bateman in this at any point? I feel like he was. I'm going to go Jason Bateman. And then I am going to go. Who played Mr. Keaton? Or Ms. Keaton? Shoot, dog. This is unfortunate. Um, while we're referencing 80s television, I'll just say that there was a character on network sitcom television named boner in the 80s and that's crazy <laughs> okay. so just when you think everything's gone to hell in a handbasket no one's named boner anymore um and that's progress i feel like uh, <laughs> i don't know oh, i don't know i give up oh, jason bateman's sister was on the justine show justine bateman, bateman. Oh, i, I would have accepted <laughs> uh, meredith baxter bernie mm-hmm. tina yellers michael, michael gross but we got to go to a tiebreaker right no. Or was it? No, I don't know. She has scores. to try to tie it right now. Correct. Um, you're right. I do have one more question. Here, okay, here it goes. Q's <laughs> cheating. Come on. There's, there's something going to happen. Movies. Okay. Uh, this 1994 film was set in Maine, but it was shot at the Ohio State Reformery, Reformatory, Reformatory. in Mansfield. Name this 1994 movie. Can I ask the genre of movie? It was a drama. It was shot in Maine. Yes, 1994, shot in Maine, but was actually, but actually, uh, shooting took place at the Ohio State Reformatory. Okay, so the setting of the movie is Maine, but it mm-hmm. was actually shot in Ohio. I'm gonna say it's the one with that big guy, and it's the green, green, green mile. That was a good guess. But it no. was in fact Mr. Holland's opus. Uh, it was in fact the Shawshank Redemption. Dang it! So ah. now we go to the tiebreaker. Are you ready? Uh, uh, sure. We don't need sure, to, but let's do it for fun. Steve won. Okay. Was Anybody? It? Yeah, I, I won. thought it was two to two. I don't. He was know very humble was. about that, though. Yes. <laughs> then let's, let's not we'll skip the tiebreaker. And no, just let's go. No, Rocco, don't be a wiener. How many Emmy nominations did Family Ties have over its uh, career? What? Donna, would you like to guess first or second? I will go first, and I will say it had 27. I will say one. Mm. Steve wins because it was 19. Dang it. Yes. Um, Wow. I think no matter what, let's see if Tanya wants to go see the movie at the Science Museum of Minnesota. Hey, Tanya. Hey. You won. Awesome. Yay, Tanya. Woo. Rocco's going to get your information. You got a four-pack of tickets to see... It's okay, Opie. No, good night, uh, Opie. Whatever. It's a heartwarming documentary about the Mars rovers. That's what I said. At the Science Museum of Minnesota tomorrow night. And if uh, Tanya can't go, maybe she's got some friends that would want to go. It'll be super fun. Super fun. And Quinn, thank you. You dog. Thank you so much. Anytime. You know where to find me. Have you had more airtime on any other show than this one? No, you guys have been the only ones to include me so far. Oh, yeah. See? We're we're star makers. We We do. 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 He gets noticed when he's getting vaccinated now. And now, oh yeah, he's you, at the gas station. Dog. People are like, "Are you DJ Rock Lobster?" Yeah, and then he's like, "Pump, pump." <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. Uh, uh, all right, Twin, thank all you right. so much. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. All right, when we come back, we're gonna have our apple and onion. We're gonna find out what's the soup because I love soup. Uh, that and more coming up in the final stretch <laughs> on my talk. 
Final stretch. Hey, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is normally fun. <laughs> Are you mad that I lost track of the score? Well, the, okay. oh, Rock. well yeah, you know. I really thought it was tied. I don't know. Yeah. And then we got to talk to Q-Dog, our new social media guy. He wasn't Ooh. even a millennial. I mean, I'm just a Chill out, today. Rocco. I he, did Yeah, it. he's Gen Y, isn't he? He's 25. He's Gen yeah, Y. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, wait. No, maybe he's a Gen I don't know, guys. I've lost track. I know there's Gen Jones. What? Gen Z. Jones. Gen Jones is what Lori likes to say is between baby boomers and Gen X. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think hmm. that's like in the late mid to late sixties, that sort of thing. Hmm. Hey, take it up with Lori, man. Donna's fully not paying attention right I now. Am. She's I'm bailed attention. on what you're G-Y- saying. She's bored. But... Z, whatever. Jones. Uh, apple and onion time. Oh yeah. boy. Well, you know my onion. It's mispronouncing infrared. <laughs> How did you yeah. pronounce infrared. it? Infrared. For people who are just tuning infrared. In. Just looked strange. Okay? It does. It does look weird. I stand with you, Donna. Thank you. I stand with Donna. Is what my shirt will say. Thank. Really, thank you. I appreciate. What it. is your apple? Well, you know, this has to be taken out of the podcast. Marching band, uh, name that tune. Was so fun. What? So much fun, Rocco. You weren't here. Yeah, I didn't want to save it for you. I didn't want to give you one more thing to do. That was it fun. Was awesome. Wait, other people on this. Station make like music trivia games. Rocco. No, it was kind of handed to us. So I see. Don McLean uh, officiated the game and was a lovely host. Yeah, she was she non-confrontational. Kept the score. Yeah, kept the score. Wow. She was rooting for me the whole time. Even Melissa Peterman sent in a. Yes, you know, she sent something. in a suggestion. Said, Jeez. "Oh, you got to hear this." Guess I better put that in the replay. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. I'll take out the infrared. Is infrared going to be the slow jam, though? <laughs> oh, that is probably a good idea. Feels like we should probably just listen to how it sounds in slow motion on Friday. Yeah. Um, um, that's that's not good team player stuff. My um, apple was infrared, <laughs> <laughs> incidentally, sort of the reverse. Um and my onion was, I guess, a, a story that I never got to in See Something, Say Something, which is we have Sky Miles through Delta. You get a Delta credit card or whatever. It's like frequent flyer numbers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They just need to make the system of cashing them in simpler. Yeah. Just give it like a dollar value. Don't make me pay for a full thing. Mm-hmm. Just make it simple. Just simplify it, Delta. Just simplify it. And by the way. The new Ed Bastian, the CEO of Delta, his new welcome video oh, no. on planes right now is a certified banger. <laughs> this I dude remember he's talking. Before when, he's like a fan oh, of like my God. Steve thought like an in-flight put your seatbelt video on was like it brought him to tears. Yeah. It, that's because it's a masterpiece. What Delta does with their in-flight videos? What do they do? There's great music behind it, and then they're saying things like, you know, it's been a difficult time. But we welcome you back to the skies. We're connecting with family and seeing the loved ones. You've missed time with blah, blah. Like they do it dramatically. Do you in cry when you get music. a greeting card? But he sees an insurance commercial. <laughs> <I> <laughs> That's like the scene in Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey is uh, wiping tears and it's like a Texaco commercial. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. No, that's, guys, so- that's how crazy it sounds. I, I so desperately want Ed Bastian on this show just to tell him about those videos. You can fly whoever you want to fly. All right. But man. 
All right, thanks. Hmm. Uh, Rocco, Rocco you... apple and onion. Uh, <laughs> I think my apple would have been it was uh, Donna lo- falling in love with White Lotus season one and trying so to convince good. Steve. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was good. By Thanks, the way, man. it's uh, so good. Tiffany uh, sent an email and said, Steve, don't watch the first season of White Lotus. Way too sexual and uncomfortable. Thank you, Tiffany. Hmm. Well, if you watch it, watch it alone. Thank you. Onion? Uh, I'll go with uh, losing track of the score and Millennial X Games and right. then inviting a millennial to play the game and he's not even a millennial. And... <laughs> it wasn't great. We asked um, Tanya... Well, we didn't ask. Steve asked her to rate today's show <laughs> yeah. on a scale of one to ten. Girl said six. Well, at least we're a little over the hump, you know. Sure, but that's that a D. Mark, it's still that's a D. That's a D on a graded paper. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, here's the really exciting thing. It's chicken quesadilla day okay. in the cafeteria, and I always get that. It doesn't matter what diet I'm on. If they serve it, it's one of their best. It is so wonderful. So I'm going to go down and get that. Uh, but let's find out what's the soup. Come down for moose soup after. <laughs> hey, Steve. Your call is being forwarded. Yeah, all right. Come Guess on, what? Brian. It's beef chili. Rocco. It's Wednesday. You? you know. Yeah, Steve, you ruined the bit because on Wednesdays we ask what's for lunch. <laughs> no, yeah. really? Yeah. You guys had to tell me this. I know. When did this, see? You were away for too long. You, no, you no. don't even get us anymore. I know. <laughs> I just miss my summer camp friends. Oh, I've thought of a couple stories that I'm like, oh, that was really funny. And then I'm like, thinking, oh, I should tell Lou about this. And I'm like, that won't translate at all as funny. Like some true had to be there sort of things. Just oh, like sure. you guys had your own little inside things with Maddie B. And you're yeah. like, we can't explain this to this knucklehead. It came and it went. It happened. It happens. The vapor. Do we have Brian on the line? Oh, uh, no, I think that I just oh, had yeah. hung you, up. You just it it down, up. Yeah. Oh. It's fine. We know what it is. It's Thank a good you. chili. I get it as often as I can. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> he doesn't even make it in-house. Yeah, yeah you're right. Isn't that weird? We, what is yeah. that about? It just comes in through like one of those tubes that you use at the <laughs> bank drive-up lane. When somebody orders it, it just... <laughs> right. We don't know where it comes from. We don't know where the tube is connected to. We don't care. We just accept it as if it's normal. How about these chicken quesadillas, though? Oh, my gosh. Never they're so it. good. Never had oh, it. Oh, sweet, sweet Lord, it's good. Okay. I'm hoping to get back to the gymnasium today. Haven't, didn't get there yesterday. Did you say today? <laughs> In the Mexican city of Barcelona. That's Lou Dobbs. He's still doing stuff. I don't know. I have no idea, you guys. Um, here's what we would say, guys, in closing. Don't forget, call your family, call your parents. Happy holidays. Connect with your neighbors. <laughs> Thank you for finding out. Oh, here's out a free tip. Cut your grass really low the last time. If you've already cut it, oh. I hope that you went really low. That's your best hope at keeping voles away. Oh, my grass is mush right now because of voles. Oh, yeah. You want to cut it really low before the winter. It makes it less inhabitable for them to burrow their little holes in. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome, guys. Great parting words. Yes. <laughs> I like to volunteer in the community. Woo! What yeah, are we doing? I gotta get out of here. All right, get out, get out of here. Quesadilla. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Colleen and Bradley coming in next.
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.